Fadies, this is Chapter 6, Episode 13 of The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, thank you very much for downloading and listening. If you're new, kinda weird that you're joining us here, but welcome! Don't forget to say hi to us on social media, that's at Fate of Ison everywhere, or you can email fateofison at gmail.com if that's how you boogie. Or head to our website, fateofison.com, which has like cast profiles and fan art and stuff. Just stuff. Do it. Do it now. In this episode, we are once again joined by our very good friend Waffles from the Waffles and Mario Talk About Things podcast. You should listen to it. It's my favorite. His druid character, Cool Bean slash Hot Bean slash Drew, has been a very welcome ally to the Squadeth in these increasingly dangerous times. Okay, everybody, let's recap. Last time, Arcus, Marley, and Drew went back to the Craft Tavern and celebrated their victory over Frosty, the ancient white dragon. In the morning, the mysterious cloaked figure they had seen riding Frosty the day before entered the tavern and revealed himself as a dragonborn scholar desperate for answers about what the Brute Wall had done to his people. They sent the man to Hadet's temple, then went off on a mission to defeat an evil druid terrorizing the town of Kaplane. I um I was yawning a lot on my commute home. Like mm-hmm. th- I was doing those big yawns that feel amazing. Those problem solving yawns, those my work my life is over. Oh no, I yawned and things are slightly better. Like that <laughs> that feeling. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to go home and as soon as the kids are in bed, I'm gonna go straight to sleep. Fuck no I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But this is good. This is a good reason to stay up. And besides, if I didn't, I, I would just be... I've ever had a, a problem world-solving yawn. I feel like I'm really missing out now. Oh, it's an amazing feeling. But the sort of the other side of the coin is that it's a result of being stuck in a horrible feeling. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a small, tiny solution in an ocean of problems. All this um, talking of yawning is making me yawn. I literally <laughs> yawned while Brad was explaining how the yawn felt. It's catching, I swear. It is, it's contagious. It is psychological. It means you're sympathetic people. Probably anyone who listens to this, if I don't cut it out, will also yawn and turn off the podcast and unsubscribe. And, <laughs> and be forever. like, this is the most boring podcast I've ever listened to. I've listened hey. to like a minute of it and I'm already yawning. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Fate of Eyes and Go to Sleep podcast. We're now an ASMR going to sleep podcast. If you just close your eyes, fall back and relax into a trance. And when I snap my finger, wait, no, wait. <laughs> That's hypnosis, wait. <laughs> We've cured you of smoking. <laughs> you will awaken in the world of Fate of Eisen. You will listen. <laughs> listen to our episodes. Subscribe, when I snap my fingers, you'll be like... <laughs> Give us a five-star yeah. rating. <laughs> um, Great. Cool. Let's play a game, shall we? <laughs> so... Last time, you all left the city of Stonemore via Drew's awesome teleportation via plant spell. Mm-hmm. Um, because Haydet told you that there is a situation brewing in the town of Kaplain, uh, which is in Pinebridge. The information he gave you was that the, the whole town is under attack from a whole lot of plants, which are being controlled by a dragonborn druid named um, Mitchell Moore. And so, yeah. You have something to say, JD? No, no. No comment. Um, yeah, and so you tra- you transported yourselves there to a plant or to a tree that um, Drew is familiar with. And you arrive, and it is absolutely hammering with rain in this town. The, it's the raining sky- hammers. Yep. So take... <laughs> take shelter because uh it's it's a sale at bunnings um it is yeah it is just hammering pounding with rain the sky is dark despite it being sort of mid-morning at this point and it's really hard to hear anything over the rain hitting the ground it's it's cacophonous it's extremely loud and is just all surrounding and a bit of meta knowledge to set up the session so all around town 
there are plant type creatures harassing trapping and killing innocent civilians we're going to have five sites of significance or events of significance before you encounter the root of the problem and yes root is a pun. <laughs> um the, so the first two events or sites will be combat just letting you know that and then the next three will be part of a skills challenge mm-hmm so first, I guess, getting your bearings of arriving from the dry city of Stonemore into just this pounding rain. Like, how are your characters feeling? And, like, are you disoriented? What's, what's the story? Arcus is delighted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's raining. He's uh, in his element, so to say. Uh, um, just splashing about in puddles. <laughs> splashing about in the puddles, soaking in the rain, taking as much uh, rehydration as he can. Have you lost sight of why Arcus, why you've all come there? <laughs> Just for a moment, have you lost yourself in the rain a little bit? Oh, yeah. If anything, I've started singing in the rain. <laughs> it's like, people are dying, but rain! <laughs> rain, well, look, rain washes away all sin. <laughs> As the saying famously goes to my cloud people. Um, <laughs> Tratora blesses us with rain. Exactly, exactly you got to enjoy the little things in life, like droplets. Drew, Marley, and Hodge, like, how do you think you're all feeling? Like, rain is fine. It's part of nature. Uh, nothing nothing wrong with a little rain. A little rain never hurt anybody. Um, yep. This is a lot of rain. A lot of rain hurt, sometimes hurts people. It's not great. Rain has a sword now, so she can hurt people. She does. <laughs> she is a little rain. <laughs> <laughs> A little rain can hurt someone now. <laughs> this time it's personal. No. Oh, wait, How? or pre- precipitable? A little no. rain can really hurt somebody. How far away from town are we? You can sort of decide that, Waffles, because this tree that you are familiar with that you use to teleport, you would know where it is. Um, so to give you all some background on the town itself, it is so it's in the kingdom of Pinebridge, which it, which Pinebridge itself used to just be the entire kingdom was a, a gigantic forest. It was considered the bridge between two other kingdoms, which how, which is how it, it, it got its name. Oh, you finally um, answered the question for everybody who asked the question. <laughs> it's on the wiki. It's literally in the wiki. Read, read know, the wiki. There's good stuff on there. But it's way better um, for you to just do it. <laughs> yeah, so um, Kaplain is a medium to large town, so not quite a city, but also not a village, with timber and stone buildings that have, have been constructed in amongst large old trees. How far um, away so from the Wolfwood is it? Because Pinebridge is um, right on the Wolfwood. Yeah, Pinebridge is sort of just north of the Wolfwood, and so we'd be... Yeah, I'd say it's we're, you're relatively close to the Wolfwood, uh, half a day away from the Wolfwood. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, so the the whole town is constructed in amongst large old trees. Uh, and the town centre, though, is like a very large clearing where all the trees have been removed. But yeah, the, the, the outskirts of the town are under a thick canopy of the old trees. Yeah, I'd say one of the... is teleported to one of the trees by town. So Plus like a tree... It, that remaining in in the town centre in the clearing, or one of the ones on the outskirts of like sort of forming the the ring around the the, the town. Yeah, so on the ring around the town, so we're not right in town, but we're just outside of it. Yep. So yeah, you're right on the outskirts of the town. You've come out of a tree, and it's torrential rain. And Arcus is dancing, and I think Hodge leans up and sort of does that thing that dogs do when they like. I know he's a wolf, but like dogs do when they snap at the rain. They're like. <laughs> like he's doing that and I like I'm like excuse me and he's like oh yeah and he sort of unfurls one wing and sort of holds it out and I'm just sort of standing underneath the wing so I'm not getting too wet umbrella wing I like it yeah can I cast speak with plants <laughs> yes of course you can cool I, I'm gonna cast speak no with... no you ah. can't cast one of the spells that's available to you curses I, I want to hear from the plants what's going on. Okay, so when you speak with plants, is that just like speak with animals? It just grants you the ability to speak with all plants ar- around you? For 10 minutes, it gives me the ability to speak with plants in uh, 30 feet of me. Um, and I can just sort of question them about basic things. Like okay. the weather. 
<laughs> yeah, as soon as you activate the, the spell, you can hear the plants all whispering things to the effect of celebratory noises and moans and joy at like soaking all the, the, the rain into their roots and things. Like they're all taking a big drink and they're all enjoying it. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to ask them what's going on. Like, why are there plant creatures attacking people? Like, if, yeah. do they know what's up? The, the the sort of chorus of whispery type moans all stop suddenly when they realize like oh one of the two legs is understanding us <laughs> i look like a tree i'm trying to be one no, of you them. look like a person wrapped in trees <laughs> that's yes it's like it's like wearing a leather jacket and saying like i could fit in with cows it's living armor <laughs> it's like living you're wearing armor. Dead ones it's my armor is alive my armor is also a plant that is alive it's not dead. Oh, so it's like wearing a fox scarf, and the fox is still alive and going, it's, I'm a fox. It's like if the fox was friends with you. Like, I'm friends with my armor. Is that what um, the fox says? Right. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Now it goes, yup, 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 Like, I wear real fur, but I call them friends. Yes. I can ask about creatures that are past weather and other circumstances and i would imagine a whole bunch of them i'm assuming either okay. being awakened or being magically manipulated would count as circumstances that these plants might uh, know about yeah. yeah so these plants would know uh, so the trees on the outskirts would know that in the last few hours lots of two legs have run out of the two leg place which is what you get the impression that's what they call the town it, as if they're fleeing something into and, the woods um and you and they the trees that you're talking to uh, will whisper things that like their their brothers and sisters their siblings or saplings will tell you <laughs> um or have 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 overheard the biglings talking about how plants are attacking the the two-leg place and they don't that these trees don't know why plants would be doing that mm. so the biglings the two-legs have otherwise had good relationships with the plants before like the the, the two legs haven't been too terrible to the plant life um the yeah the trees would remark that sometimes the two legs cut them down but it's rare okay so there's a whole bunch of two legs that have escaped yeah that have fled from the the town they wouldn't happen to know anything about a druid or a dragon born they haven't seen one pass through um these ones on the outskirts haven't Okay, cool. They know something's up because the two legs are acting weird, but they don't know what. They haven't seen anything themselves. Sounds like we might need to move closer in. Less on the outskirts, more on the inskirts. Cool. It's always good to gather information. Drew is a spy. This is how he often gets a lot of his information, <laughs> talking to the animals and oh, plants and stuff. I'm not questioning your methods by oh, any means. By the way, means. how does this sound? Like, is it like Marley when she can't speak with animals, suddenly she's talking spider? Or like... <laughs> you're like, photosynthesize, photosynthesize, oh. photosynthesize. It gives them limited sentience and animation. So all the plants start... They're all self-aware and they all can start moving and, and such. And... Yeah. Oh my god, so are I'm, we fully in Alice in Wonderland right now when the flowers come alive? Well, yes! I'm, see, I'm I love assuming, those flowers, they're so mean. <laughs> yes. See, I'm assuming that this is what Druidic is. Is that when Druids speak in Druidic, it's the same language that plants and animals naturally speak. And so when they're talking to each other in Druidic, they're just talking in like the language of nature. Like That's how I've always imagined it. Yeah, I would imagine it as a combination of the sounds that plants and trees can make already, like a creaking branch or something scraping against something or a leaf slapping gently against uh, um, the timbers or something like that. This and you can, yeah, you can it. interpret it like the, the tree's doing a dance and you're like, aha, I get it. Like how bees communicate through dance. <laughs> nice. And I'm dancing back, asking them questions. <laughs> Yeah, so your friends just see you sort of dancing. Like, what are you doing? Shut up and talk to the trees. Yes. <laughs> I talk to the trees. And Molly looks at Ark and is, is like, you think I'm crazy, but check that. <laughs> is that I was already uh, dancing from the rain. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yes, yeah, we dance moves. 
or the truth. I look like, at we Hodge and I'm no like, idea what they're saying. <laughs> Shrug. But yeah, unfortunately, you can't get much info out out of these ones. That's fine. Um, can I stealth into town? Yeah, you, cert- I mean, you, you can, certainly can. But there's a giant freaking flying wolf that's pretty hard to hide in terms of stealth. <laughs> oh, actually, I might have something for that, but I don't know if I want to waste spell slots, so I won't. Like, I'm going to stealth into town, at least. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, you can transform freely back and forward into a mouse. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn into a Kyori, and I'm going to just chill with rain. Wait, like, in my pocket, or...? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You just climb into Arcus's pocket and join your your, your quiet friend, because rain, rain doesn't speak. No. No. So you, 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 you dance... You don't pass anything on, and then you just turn into a mouse. There's nothing to pass on. Okay. Right, well, I, I'll let you know that. I'm just checking. I'll let you know that, that people have. A, I'll let you know that people have evacuated. But he sort of has to take a while to not speak in play. He has to sort of go back to speaking bigling, to speaking common, and be like, "Look, a whole bunch of people evacuated. There's something going on. We need to get into there." And then he shrinks into into a curie then climbs into my pocket <laughs> yes Bali looks at Arcus and is like flyby like 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 drop out of the sky and attack them in the middle of the night well, from Hodge well, like if we if we have a look at what's happening in the town from above oh check out what's going on before we decide how to act okay Okay. Yeah, we, we might see where the action is before. We might not, but we might. Mm. So worth a go. I'm open to it. Okay. So if we all get on, I might be able to generate some... some like cloud cover if we wanted to be like super inconspicuous. Oh yeah, cute. How would that interact with the torrential rain? Oh yeah, there's already rain going on. We mm. probably don't need to. We probably can, like, go slightly above the clouds, right? Well, if we With go much. above, we won't be able to see much. That's the only problem. But if if we go we could sort of just underneath, out. yeah, then we could be we'll able to... We'll dolphin it. <laughs> we will dolphin through the clouds, Brad. Uh, final answer. We'd like to lock in uh, dolphining through the clouds on the back of Hodge while we have a look through town to see what we can see. Okay, make a... Uh, so, just Marley, make an animal handling check to see how well Hodge can sky snake his way in and out of the clouds. <sighs> sky dolphin. Five. Uh, so yeah, that's so you, an eleven. You, okay, yeah, not well, because, yeah, so you if, you... if you didn't want to fly, like, over the town low as you gain altitude, you, you're basically going to have to go straight up. And it doesn't go well. Uh, you both have points where you're like, shit, we, you know, we might fall off because he's literally vertical. Um, uh, but no, you, you, you manage with an 11, you, you do manage to eventually get up, but fighting against the raindrops and he sort of takes a few mouthfuls of water on his way up and sort of coughs and splutters a little bit. But yeah, you, you breach above the clouds uh, and they are thick and gray and it's a very strange feeling. Probably more so for Arcus, who is Cloud. Yeah, I think we we probably all take a moment to sort of brush some water off and like, <laughs> and just sort of. <laughs> Drew pulls out a little mouse umbrella and is just shielding him and Rain from the rain. Cute. Um. Yeah, and then go back down and see what we can see over town, I guess. Okay, by just sort of going just lower than the cloud line or like yeah going quite a bit okay yeah so you're still extremely high up in the air too high to see detail i don't know if you've ever been inside an um an airplane (laughs) but (laughs) you can't really see people doing their thing (laughs) um but no you can see that sort of the the town you can see the lay of the town itself and that it you don't really see activity going on you just see lots of lots of like flooding and rain you do see little bits of movement and you see smoke that it seems to be hindered by the rain so maybe there's fire that's trying to happen or fire that has happened but it's been put out but one thing you do lock in on is quite a few 
green shapes at this distance it's hard to tell what they are but they are all, all sort of converging on a spot in, in what looks like maybe a courtyard in between multiple buildings so it's it's light or getting dark what's that what's our time it, again it's mi- it's mid-morning it's okay. mid-morning but the cloud cover the, it's thick gray clouds that are making it quite dark like you're in the midst of a storm mm. okay okay cool 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 um I think we have to get lower, right? I'm I'm shooting that question at Arcus and yeah, I mean, if we can't see what's going on, yeah. Because as a curia, are you able to respond, like other than yes, no? He sort of gives. He's he's pointing downwards, like we've got to yeah. land. Like okay. we we're not doing anything up here. We gotta. He sort of like gives you the sort of eyeballing to the green things. Yeah. There's something there. <laughs> Okay, I guess Marley would be sort of looking for a likely rooftop, maybe, to land on that's nearby-ish, but that they weren't on the ground wherever this convergence is happening. Okay. Um, yep, yeah, so as you start to get lower, you, you can see a bit more detail, and there is definitely four small green creatures that are all sort of herding maybe like two dozen people of like mixed humanoid races it's a bit hard to tell but it looks like you know there's elves and dwarves and things and men and women and children and they're all definitely getting backed into a courtyard so with like three buildings meeting so there's just one open wall like a dead end and yeah the, the these four green creatures are backing them into that and you could land on the rooftop of either of those three buildings that form this courtyard how big's this courtyard? Uh, about 40 feet square. Okay. And as you get closer and start to see more detail, yeah, you see these creatures are holding spears and they are definitely, definitely herding these people into mm. a corner. Oh, um, let's attack. I, Ma- let's I get initiative. <laughs> Molly pulls out her hand and she sort of goes, shall I try and at least distract them a bit while we land? Can I roll a nature check, see if I can recognize these things? Yep. Alright. Uh, it's a 16 plus 5, 21. Yeah, you know exactly what these things are. Um, They're as a tricks. mouse, could could you could okay. you see them well I enough as a mouse? As we land, I think I'm going to turn back into a halfling. Yeah, I'm... Okay. But yeah, your, your initial, um, just up upon sight of them, you know that these are veggie pygmies. Ah. And that, um, yeah, they are ag- aggressive little plant people. Cause, so Molly asks, because you've probably seen her do it before, you know she can do those coloured patterns in the sky that people just kind of stare at and get distracted by for a bit. It's not necessarily a spell so much as just like a buy time move. Yeah, so she asks the question as she's got her hand out, like, should I buy us some time? Uh, Potentially? No. Uh, he shakes his head. Uh, I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace, which a shadow envelops all four of us. Um, and it pretty much just means you get a 10 plus to stealth. I'm like, just shh, shh, we're going to... And then I sort of give the indication that you're hidden. And so they can't see you. Oh, yeah, no, that's not quite what I meant. I also meant that they're hurting them, right? So we want them to stop while they're out in the open. We don't want them to get to a building. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's also like, I was just thinking, like, we go in. No, 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 I agree with you. I, I hear, because yeah. that's going to cover me if the spell fails. But yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah this, cool. Uh, yep, it's fine. So, so, we'll, so, so teamwork together, we'll try and stealthily land on a building roof nearby with the pass without a trace, but also Mali will shoot off a hypnotic pattern into the sky to see. Uh, like, it's only a 30-foot cube, so I'm assuming I can get a decent chunk of the courtyard, so maybe some of them won't be affected, but... <laughs> can yeah. I... Can yeah. I jump off Hodge before we reach the building? Okay, to just do a cool superhero landing? Like, what are you... Yeah, I want to do that and cast a, a spell as I strike okay. the ground from my landing. Okay, cool. Um, roll, I guess, maybe roll initiative just to see who can do what first. All right. 
That's 13. Uh, 22. Um, 11. Okay, so yeah, Marley's thing would, would happen first. Uh, her blinding lights, colors, spell, whatever it is. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, and then Drew's pass without a trace would take effect. Um, so it's a wisdom save of 17 there, Brad. Yeah, I'd say all of them can be affected because fucking why not? Let's have some fun. Did so you there, say how many there were? There are four. Four. Um, they're incapacitated with a speed of zero and they're just looking at it. But if they take any damage, then they're out. Um, but they got currently a si- they just uh, yeah they got a 16 on their wisdom save okay cool yeah so they fail so they're all staring up into the sky while we land yeah yeah, yeah so they're all staring up at these colours in the sky and I'd imagine that the, the, the people that are being herded they all notice like they see these th- creatures looking up and they look up too and they see these, these colours and everyone's a bit confused for a moment, but the yeah the four green creatures are definitely uh, enthralled by it. Um, so Drew, would you still do your pass without a trace then? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yep. Um, I think it's I'm, still a good idea. Yeah, because I'm sort of planning, if I can, to stealth in, get the attention of the biglings, and sort of come come with us. So get them out of there if I can. Okay. Yep. So you you cast. What do you do? Something special to cast that spell? Yeah. He's he's sort of muttering um, as he does in in Druidic, and he takes some sort of ash, and he sort of does some sort of ancient Druidic gestures, and the ash sort of pounce. Like the way I imagined it is the the ash dissipates and sort of becomes a sort of cloak of darkness, which um, shelters us. And then Arcus does uh, jumps off of Hodge and lands on the building and casts a spell. And what what is that? I don't want to land on the building. I wanted to land like as close the to corner. the yeah as close to the um, four enemies as possible. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm digging this. I I like the visual of like you jumping off the top of this building where yeah. like Hodge was going to land and you in the rain like Neo in the final fight in Matrix Revolutions just yeah. like land hard in the street like behind these four creatures that are staring up at the sky they're oblivious to the doom are that just landed together? behind them uh, yeah they're a cluster yeah great okay cool so I'm gonna cast um, as I land destructive wave which is you strike the ground creating a burst of divine energy that ripples out from you so that's a constitution throw for any creatures within 30 feet that I want to hit that's fucking all of them let's do and this if they're <laughs> yeah. incapacitated does that change anything um, they, no I think that's just speed they're not prone if they don't save uh, if they don't succeed on their constitution Okay, their con save is a nine. That doesn't pass. So I hit, um, and it's 5d6 thunder and 5d6 radiant. Or necrotic damage, whatever's best. That is so cool, though. Just that image of you just like, don't worry, guys, I got this. And you sail down into the space, and then just this (laughs) ripple comes out when you land. And yeah, roll that damage, JD, because that's epic. Uh, so the first one is 15 so thunder, thunder 15 thunder damage yep and then the necrotic damage is 17 and Holy they never shit. see it coming because they're staring into and the I sky th- not at us <laughs> yeah and I think you know, they're um, knocked over or something right yeah. like, not prone yeah. Um, yeah. JD can you can you describe how you just kill all four of these creatures? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I just did. <laughs> I jumped they off had, of Hodge mid flight. You, you did thirty-two damage. They had thirty-two hit points. Yes. Ah, oh, this is a win. This is a win. 
<laughs> Looks like everything's coming up. Thrill house. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I jump up a podge, superhero pose into the ground and like it creates this ripple effect that just like blows them off i must have like land like right behind them or like almost in the middle of their little huddle mm. yeah their tiny green bodies just like sail forward one of them falls on his own spear and gets like impaled through his chest and like the others just get like knocked out and they all their bodies are just lying on the on the the concrete and just getting rained on they're done and the, the group there's a group of about two dozen people of you know just in awe just standing there with their eyes open wide like because a second ago they looked up at these colors and then they looked down and there's this cloud creature who's just fucked up all the enemies in one go and they're like ah uh. <laughs> nice from the, I'm a from god the... now. I have a temple for me. <laughs> Watch my powerful wrath. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then from the rooftop, they see poking over the top of the roof a giant fucking winged wolf, which is its like wings oh, way out. Big angel Hodge's wings. stealthed as well. Yeah, like, but you know, can't you choose to? Yeah, I guess. I'm just yeah. saying, like, he, if you want to have him stealthy, can. No, no, no. Like, and Marley's like. Run, you fools! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they they all take a moment to gather their senses, and there's like a child tugging on a parent, pointing up at the, the, the roof at this flying wolf. Like, mummy, mummy, look, there's a fucking flying wolf. And the mum is just like locked eyes with Arcus. Like, I'm more concerned with whatever this thing is. Because <laughs> Arcus has like yellow lightning eyes as well. Like, it would not be a welcome sight. <laughs> Arcus does like a goofy little grin and like waves quite pleasantly. <laughs> Hi! And, and I hug them. <laughs> yeah, and then I hug them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and at Marley's suggestion to run you fools, one of them goes, Oh, that's kind of like Gandalf. And then they, um, it's supposed to be fly. And then they all, they all run. Um, in a big cluster and like one of them trips over and, and then like another one helps them up and yeah they just sort of disappear in the general direction of where you first arrived not gonna lie Drew doesn't like the fact they've died he's oh the, kinda, the things that I killed <laughs> the veggie pygmies he's Look, he's just gonna mourn a little look he I'll be honest up. with you it wasn't my intention it's just that I'm too fucking swole and powerful. I don't know my own strength. So oh, yeah, I just yeah. it gets punched it. the He's... pavement and killed people. <laughs> Sometimes it happens when you're a <laughs> boss-ass hero like I am. Oh, when, when you're a god, stuff happens. Um, exactly. <laughs> Waffles, make a perception check. Uh, <laughs> ah. Ah, oh, that is... Da, 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 da. A two. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, you don't notice anything other than you just stare longingly at the the dead bodies, and you're like, "That's a shame." Yeah. Um, Molly when you try your off. best, but you're made of weeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Molly wants to flip off the roof, point up at Hodge, and say, "Stay." Stealth, good boy. Watch. <laughs> like flip off the roof, or like flip off the roof. Flip at the no, bird. No, like as in flip <laughs> off, not like give it the bird. Yeah. You're like fuck your roof. <laughs> I'm more of a floor person backwards. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hey roof, you wouldn't be shit without walls. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a floating floor. Take that glass ceiling. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay, you want to acrobat, acrobatics, flip off the roof? Mm-hmm. Do I have to roll for it? I will. Yeah, let's kung fu movie this. Why not? Yeah, fuck yeah. I rolled a 25, Brad. I rolled an 18 nice. plus 7. Yeah, you crouching tiger hidden dragon your way off this roof. Yeah, <laughs> Just nice. Do some sweet flips. Kung fu fighting. Looks almost like you're like um, doing high diving in the Olympics. But instead of hitting face first, like just as you're about to hit the ground, your body just does this impossible, like physically impossible, last minute flip onto your feet. 
and it's like, like well, I was always on the like I was always on the ground. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Hodge just sort of settles and like puts his paws over it, like does that cute cross paw thing, pulls his wings in, and then you see him sort of like phase out because he's got a pass without a trace on him, so he's like basically damn near impossible to see up there. He yeah, he's just a lump on the on a roof. No one mm-hmm. would notice what it is. Okay, well, this way, where they were headed, right? Um, I can't make any decisions. I'm the muscle now. I'm a beefy <laughs> boy. All I'm going to do is fight. <laughs> no more decisions. Head empty. Mm-hmm. Molly pulls out her shield. Do I have a shield now? I feel like I have a shield now. You do have a shield. You had a shield last time. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a Fun. shield. I'm excited uh, Drew, by that. Drew also um, obtained a shield. He grew, like one of his arms is extra thick now. He was feeling a bit vulnerable, so he's also now employing his shield. Yeah, she pulls out her shield, she pulls out her hand crossbow, and she's like, right, onward. Okay, as soon as you onward the group, you all hear a child screaming nearby. You hear them saying, like, let go of our friend! Let you just let go, Brett. Brett, hold on. We'll get help. Uh, I'll find someone. Please, just let go of our friend. Oh my God, not Brett. This is this is his friend who's yelling. Name is Jermaine. Is it Brett and Jermaine? Where's Jessa? <laughs> now we've moved on from Jessa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, of course, we're all running towards that, right? We're heroes. That's what we do. Yes. Yes. We stealthily, <laughs> we're stealthily so- running towards the... Side trends. note, I heard someone on a on a podcast recently talking about RPG and how he- being a hero was boring because it's like one note and you only ever do one thing and you always do this and that. And I'm like, that has never happened on Fate of Eisen and I feel like maybe <laughs> they should listen because apparently we're heroes, but we have never done anything vaguely that could be considered one note heroish. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of anti-heroes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're very do what you like and people just happen to be saved along the way yeah yeah I <laughs> do you remember last time when we saved everyone from a dragon but we also killed like six goblins like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's... sure we're the good guys do you know what I mean like yeah. we're saving people but I, I don't know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but do anyway. they want hugs <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I think we are running towards that sound because instinctively we are good and we want to do good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you came—you specifically came to this town to help as well. Like there, mm. there is that. I um, guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you bet you you round a corner and you see there's two children and so that's that's soaked in this rain as well but they are pointing at a large green mound of like leaves and branches about oh. the size of an elephant um i'm and, rolling nature i want to see if i know what this is yeah and they're still screaming like at this thing like let go of our friend brett like brett we'll get help we'll help someone and like hang in there brett i said it's a 15 okay yeah you know this is a shambling mound Ooh. You've encountered these Whoa. things before, and that that this you can ascertain that this Brett person they're talking to is probably engulfed inside it. Oh, oh, is, oh! I might have. This is not this. good uh, for Molly. <laughs> Molly runs around the corner and is like, "We'll save you, Brett!" <laughs> and, try, and she's like, "Is that we'll Brett?" Save you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Brett. You're you're big and green. <laughs> Wait, is all the Brett better to engulf you with, my dear. That? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, you can roll a nature check as well if you want to see if you know what this situation sure. is. I've got a plus two. Let's go. I got a four. <laughs> no, you. As far as you can tell, these kids are yelling at their friend Brett. <laughs> I, I just whisper, it's a shambling mound. Shambling mound. I don't know what that means. Can I fire at it? Um, don't hit the kid. I can't see can a I... kid. I'm firing. <laughs> uh, can I see? Can I see Brett? No, you can't. You can just see the mound. 
Alright, well, I'm gonna start firing. So I guess, do we need to reroll initiative, or are you still got us in the same line? Uh, no, it, it's a new initiative. It, since the mound isn't aware of you yet, you can all... Oh, yeah, roll initiative first, and then I'll add it to the second round. Cool. Sounds good. Homie. Twelve. I'll have a 16, MC Big Dog. Twenty-two. Oh. I don't know about you, but I rolled a 22. <laughs> Classic Swift. you got to have it. You love to see it. Do I we? love to hear it. <laughs> okay, Arcus Marley Drew. Arcus, what do you do at a distance of, say, 50-odd feet from this mound and these two children pointing at it, yelling about their friend? Huh. Okay, okay, wait. One second then. Um, I will cast shatter which is a con save nice okay um what is its con it's working with a plus three to con that's a 14 nice um you had to have 15 so it doesn't get it uh 3d8 and that is 11 thunder damage Cool, 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 and yep, straight up thunder. Ever since you started singing a Taylor Swift song, I've had a Katy Perry song stuck in my head, so that tells you which side of the allegiance I'm on. Oh, now we got bad. All right. Oh my god. literally, I've had teenage dreams stuck in my head ever since you started singing that. I've had teenage dreams stuck in my head since I was thirteen. Am I right? Uh, Were you 13 when it came out? (laughs) No, but I was a teenager. (laughs) I remember Teenage Dream from Glee. Uh, Good old Glee. Um, Okay, so Marley is casting Hunter's Mark as her bonus action, running towards this thing 30 foot and firing, because she's running and firing. Okay, so yeah, you activate Hunter's Mark, you make it your mark, and boom, boom goes the, uh, the crossbow. I will attack twice, because I am using the attack action. The first one is 13, and then the second one is 22. Okay, that is one miss and one hit. Okay, second hits. So that is... A, 16 damage, please, from two arrows. Okay, cool. Yeah, so two crossbow bolts just fly past it, and then two more follow and just embed into the just the, the random amalgamation of leaves and bush that make up this creature's body. And as she's running, she's like, um, she just sort of says to the kid, stay back, stay behind us. Save our friend, please. He's inside that thing. And now Drew. He raises a hand and he's attempting to shoot a frostbite at this creature. Um, can you have it have a con save? DC 16? Yep. That is an 11. Cool, cool. It takes uh, nine cold damage and has disadvantage on weapon attacks next turn. And it's also now covered in a sheen of ice. Which I'm assuming nice. all the, the rain is sort of freezing as it hits it. Yeah, so you, you get this cool effect of this green creature is a slightly more teal shade now as it's been coated with a thin layer of bluey white. And the rain every time the rain hits it, it almost makes like a tiny glass shattering sound as the rain hits this icy, sh- like almost shield around it and just, yeah, cracks and smashes. Nice. And we'll go back around to the top of the order, and this time it's joining the order, um, but it's it rolled low, so it's last anyway. So you get to go again, Arcus, Marley, Drew, then the mound. Great. I would like to cast a cantrip, um, Toll the Dead, which is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I don't think these things have much wisdom. Zero. Great. Okay. Great. Thirteen. Thirteen. Great. Amazing. So that hits because it's 15. So I do 3d8. Okay. Have you kept a distance? You started um, at 50 foot. Have you got any closer? I have, 
No, I, I used uh, 60 foot radius things for each one. So this one is 60 foot as well as so it was whatever I did last time. <laughs> the shatter. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably saying about that far away. Um, yeah, 11. Uh, oh, it's oh. Um, if the target is missing any of its hit points, it instead takes one d12 necrotic damage. Wait. Yep. Yeah, so you've seen that it's taken damage already, so it's less than full. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I should have done... Actually, I should have rolled 3d12 because it's taken damage, not 3d8. Let me just do that again. So you've got a cantrip that can roll 3d12. That's crazy. It only went up to 3d12 at the 11th level, so I've only just been able to (laughs) to do that. okay. I've got one of those as well, Uh, so... Nice. Oh my gosh. But, um, but mine's poison spray, 30. and I'm afraid it'll hurt the kids as well, so. A total of 30. Yeah, Jules, are you on the D&D Beyond? Did you see that? Yeah. Yep, I did. Yep. <laughs> wow. So, what are you that doing? Was, that was a cast? 9, a 12, and a 9. It's like yeah. a good roll. <laughs> so, what, what do you do yeah. when you cast this Toll the Dead spell, JD? Okay, yeah, okay, so really ominously, right, like um, like I'm channeling, you know, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yep. What's his name? Who's the bad guy? Frollo or whatever I think is his name. Like big him energy, like this massive like, point, like sacrilege. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and you just hear the bells like tolling all of a sudden, like dong, dong, dong. It's overpoweringly loud. Nice, yeah. And it sort of shakes and shivers and looks generally pained by by what you've just done. Good. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Marley now. You're all going to kill this before it even has a turn. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, Marley's still firing at this thing. She's marked it, so... It's her beach now. Uh, that's a 19 plus 9, so I'll have a 28 to hit on that one. That's a miss. <laughs> I, I, you're watching that, right? I didn't fake that, right? That I rolled a 19 yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah, I see it. I saw it. I was even looking at the page while you did it. <laughs> yeah, so it's two 28s. That's awesome. Yeah, that's two hits. So yeah, four crossbow bolts plus Kay. Hunter's Mark. Yep. Fuck a duck. Um, so that is 12 for the first two. And then that is... Oof, that's terrible. Uh, 9 for the second two. So 12 plus 9 is, what, 21 plus another 3, 24. 24 points in total, my friend. Okay. Pew, 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 pew! Four darts just fire off all of them strike true and they all embed into the the leaves and and then flash blue and then appear back on Marley's bow that she's still got her hand outstretched yep dope and if any of the um, kids are within like grape like grabbing range she's physically grabbed them to put them behind her now sort of like (laughs) no that they as you ran in they they sort of saw that as like we were gonna go get help, but now we don't have to. Help okay, came cool. to us, and they've 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 backed away. They've yeah, cool, perfect. They're not involved. Um, and yeah, Drew. Oh, he pulls out his quarterstaff, and he's gonna cast Shillelagh, um, as a bonus action. Um, and the quarterstaff is glowing with magical enemy, and I am just gonna try to whack this thing over the head to try to get it to give up the kid. Solid. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you, you run into melee range and you yep make a shillelagh attack. Uh, that's a twenty-five to hit. That's a hit. Uh, and takes eight damage. Yep. And does shillelagh does that do anything extra, or does that just make it so that your weapon's more powerful? Uh, it means that I can um, use my spellcasting to attack instead of my strength, which is abysmal. Um, oh, yeah. And it also just makes the um, weapon magical so if All anything right, has resistance yep. to magical um, I imagine it looks cooler too right 
Yeah, it does. It's it's all yep. like glowing and magic and 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 stuff. Yeah, fine. Okay, and the kid Brett on the inside of this thing is going to make a con save. Oh, good boy, Brett. That's an eighteen. That um, is fine. He doesn't take any damage, but you don't know that. But seeing him so close, can I see him now? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that when you hit it, you saw in like a crack, in, in sort of like a wicker basket, almost through one of the tiny little cracks, you can see like a, a moving figure inside. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, and now since you're the only target within easy range, it's just going to make two slamming attacks against you. Uh, it's just going to basically try and hit you with branches. Uh huh. Makes sense. Um, we are talking a... Oh, that's a nat 20. Thank you very much. Ouch. Ouch. And a 24. Yeah, they both hit. So I'm just... Hang on. I've got a lot of ri- dice to roll. A lot of rice to roll. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Ouch. Um, Love a good spinnerism. The first slam does, twen- the, does 20 bludgeoning. Mm-hmm. That's the crit. And the second one only does 9. So a total of 29 damage as you just get slammed by, like, two logs that jut out from this thing and it just whacks you really hard. Ouch. I rolled a 20 con save, so I'm still concentrating on us being all cloaked and stealthy. So. Is it me? Um, Wait, is it my uh, turn now? Back round to, yeah, back round to Arcus. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I, you, I'll just toll the dead again. I feel like that worked really well. Um, you can abuse the shit it. out of 3d12 yeah <laughs> especially because he's uh, yeah, already got damage <laughs> so uh, yeah do a, wist, uh, do a wisdom save okay there is a 4 <laughs> no that doesn't do it alright uh, I guess I'll do oh, really that doesn't do it <laughs> no, no, I know it's hard to believe um, 17 that's fine. Yeah, you you once again point menacingly, and there's a sound of bells ringing, sort of echoing through the air, emanating from nowhere in particular. Yeah. And yeah, it shrivels up and it shakes and yeah, look almost like it's shivering. Ooh. Like it just got a like it just got a chill. This whole just a bush, <laughs> like uh, quivering is probably the best word. <laughs> a quivering bush. There we go. Shambling mound, quivering bush. Mm-hmm. Episode title. Um, really gonna name the fate of eyes an episode. Quivering. Quivering man. <laughs> no. Brad, you want to think about that for a second? I don't know if you put the two things Shambling together. Mound. I know I'm usually the filthy-minded one, but I just Throbbing I member. need. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so you have picked up on it. Good. I just wanted to double check. Because sometimes those things go right over your head, you know? <laughs> We're all just being innocent. Like, there's nothing... No double entendres here, just... Um, and now it's Marley's turn. Cool. Hey, Brad, I'm going to really surprise you. Um, I'm going to penetrate the quivering bush. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. You love it here. <laughs> Don't call me You're out on my lie. You Don't tell me in the rain <laughs> in the moment ago. Don't tell me when I'm wrong, Brad. <laughs> so Oops, I don't send. know why I rolled three times. <laughs> I rolled an eighteen and a twenty-eight. They, to hit. they both hit. Yep, they both hit. Um, the, this thing, because you got that first round without it, like it did not stand a chance from the get-go. Stop <laughs> this thing has no chance against you whatsoever. Really, it comes down to now, which one of you is going to kill it? Nice. And You'll if it gets another it. turn, if it gets another turn, it might kill Brett. 28 piercing damage as these four bolts go flying into it. Thank you. Okay, that answers that question. Marley kills it. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Great success. One for Arcus, one for Marley. I like it. We're doing good. Well, actually, four for Arcus, one for Marley. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kill people now. Mm-hmm. Um, goes, she's still firing from, from way back. So what does this look like? And can 
you know, is, is Brett, like, able to be pulled out? Uh, yeah, so you sort of um, pelt this giant creature with these with your crossbow bolts, and the, the when the last one hits, it sort of opens up a big pocket in the creature, and almost like it deflates it just loses life and it it just falls open to the ground and just revealing like a, a shivering cold wet child in this mess of vines and branches i'm like drew right you got Brett. you got that yeah. right in front of drew will you let me do something kind of cool <laughs> it's about you... time no i'm kidding rude got him Brutal. Alright, how's your Alright, do you use your quivering bush waffles? No, well I can use Druidcraft <laughs> to create a small bonfire. So can I use the remains of the shambling mounds as To kill Brett. <laughs> yes, I like it. No, well can I can I like take Brett and create a bonfire, a small bonfire, out of the remains to try to warm him up and Yeah, and also can I like do a medical check on him to see if he's he's alright? Yeah, okay, would the would the magically created bonfire survive in the torrential rain? <laughs> That's it? what I'm asking. Like how? Mm. That's good. I'm just gonna. I, do you I'm guys get it? Because check. wood. Yes. Hey, hey, do yes. you guys get my joke? Because yes. because we're talking about trees and fires. Just yes. leave we're it, in a wood. JD. Just leave it. <laughs> hey guys, uh, isn't it funny when I explain it? Like it's, it's even better when you explain it. That's, it's always uh, better. 21 on medical uh yeah you quickly and sort of in the heat of the moment you're able to assess that he is fine he's he's in a bit of shock he's very wet very cold very scared but he he's he's breathing and he seems like he's okay is is he conscious yeah he's 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 awake oh cool great oh that's that's all right then. and his friends are still keeping a distance they don't want to come close yet Oh, I beckon them close and be like, hey, y- your friends, he's good. He's good. They give him the whole, you know, thumbs up. And sort of, Brett gives your friends a thumbs up. You good. Yeah, you you good. <laughs> tell them, tell them, Brett. Tell them tell you're them. good. <laughs> I still have my magical shillelagh quarter stuff. <laughs> just pointing uh, yeah. at me. Molly's just good. like... You're good. <laughs> Molly's just there with like his giant shield and a crossbow, just sort of waves the crossbow, like. Uh, yeah, he he climbs very um, sorely to his knees and then to his feet, and he's not he hasn't said anything yet, but he he gives you a look of like, I don't know what happened, but there's also like thanks and a bit of appreciation in his eyes and then he just runs away from you back to his friends because you are still a stranger carrying a weapon yep and then he and his friends sort of have a, a, a quick huddle chat of like what's happened where are we going where is everybody and then they all scarper where do we come from where do we go oh, you fools. <laughs> where do we come from god night joe i couldn't leave it i'm sorry Behold the quivering bush! I'm so glad Brett was okay after all that. What an ordeal for a child. And whoa, uh, how about Arcus's badassery with those little green dudes? Epic takedown, cloudy boy. I have a feeling this situation in Kaplan is going to get very, very interesting. Big love and big thanks to our awesome supporters over on Patreon. They are... Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Arin Coochie, Laura Christine Goodwin and James Blyser from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Sajar Hoskins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Karen from Flows, Lauren Flake, Kai Dealer, Rihanna Kavalsic, Kevin Swift from the Dice Call, Ben Edwards, Huh. We'll take that back a couple, won't we? I could edit this, but I won't. Kevin Swift from the Dice Cult, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Litkites, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from the Garadavit Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, Damien Libertron, Andrew M, Alexander Waffles Williams, and Jared from the Indie Film Review. <sighs> this list is fun.
Anyway, that is it for us this week. Make sure you catch uh, episode 14 next time to find out what else is going to be thrown at our heroes from this druid. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.